to another episode of Sounds Reasonable to Me. This podcast is created and produced by IamReasonable.com, and I'm your host, C.J. Sand. In this week's episode, we're going to take a look at the story of the ant and the grasshopper, and what's become of it over the years. Just to refresh your memory, here's the story. One bright day in late autumn, a family of ants were bustling around in the warm sunshine, drying out the grain they had stored up during the summer, when a starving grasshopper, his fiddle under his arm, came up and humbly begged for a bite to eat. What? cried the ants in surprise. Haven't you stored anything away for the winter? What in the world were you doing all last summer? I didn't have time to store up any food, whined the grasshopper. I was so busy making music that before I knew it, the summer was gone. The ants shrugged their shoulders in disgust. Making music, were you? they cried. Very well, now dance. And they turned their backs on the grasshopper and went on with their work. And the moral of the story is, there's a time for work and a time for play. This was a very common story when I was a child, and it comes in many variations. In some of them, the grasshopper is turned away and he actually dies. Sometimes the grasshopper is turned away and he learns his lesson for the next year. Sometimes the grasshopper is allowed to come inside and the ants feed him. And sometimes the grasshopper basically turns into a big ant. But what has become of this story in modern life? My grandma's generation, they were all about the ant mentality. They had lived through two world wars and a Great Depression. They had seen firsthand the consequences of people living a frivolous lifestyle and then paying the consequences. For her whole life, my grandma made a big deal of us all getting together for a big Sunday dinner as a family. It wasn't because that meal was any more important than any other's. It was just a hangover from depression times, where the point was that you had enough food to have a big Sunday dinner in the first place, and that you had enough that you could share it with your family. How things have changed. Somewhere around the 1950s, though, at least in the United States, we all kind of started to become grasshoppers, and unapologetically so. And we didn't just want to play and sing and dance our way through life, but we wanted to have it all. The big house, two-car garage, who are we kidding, three-car garage, and room for an RV and a boat, jet-set holidays abroad, and living on Easy Street. Get rich quick and retire young. Spend your whole life doing some menial, dependable job. (laughs) That's for losers. At least in the USA, we all started living like we were freshmen in college. How we ate, how we spent our money, our lifestyle in general. We ended up living our lives with big stacks of empty pizza delivery boxes in the corner, unfinished letters to mom and dad begging for more money on the table, and empty beer bottles everywhere. Rather than bragging about big savings accounts, we'd brag about how many credit cards we have how good our credit rating is. Definitely not an ant mentality. It was grasshoppers. Grasshoppers everywhere. Now, I've been a public servant my entire working life, being a teacher. Sometimes I felt like the ant in the story. 
During the heady economic boom decade of the 1990s, I actually had friends of the family laughing at me because of my dumb government job. One person bragging that his son made more in a month as a day trader than I would be making all year. Of course, I couldn't argue with him because he was right. But then when the economic bubble burst in the early 2000s, he was asking for his son, Hey, just how do you get one of those steady government positions with job security and benefits? (laughs) How things change. So, what is the moral of the ant and grasshopper story in today's world? I think we're all waking up to the consequences of living a college freshman lifestyle for your entire life. We've learned that a diet of things that are delicious but not necessarily good for you is not good for your long-term health. Running up huge credit card bills and not having something set aside for a rainy day is probably not a good idea. Taking out a second and third mortgage on your house so you can live large today is just a recipe for losing your home tomorrow. We've also become more in tune with the moral questions that come with living the grasshopper lifestyle. It's great having lots of cheap food, but at some point we need to think about what this means to the lives of the animals we're consuming. Are we okay with mistreating them so that we can have cheap hamburgers and steaks? What about the use of toxic chemicals in farming? Are we so into enjoying lots and lots of cheap food that we're okay with doing it at the expense of our own environment? And what about cheap clothing? Isn't there a little voice in the back of our heads wondering just how they can make these clothes and other consumer goods so cheap? Of course, we all know the answer. It's sweatshops in the third world and child labor. And yet, we still keep buying. I think the moral of our story today is that perhaps we could all work at being a blend of both the ant and the grasshopper. It's a good and satisfying feeling to do work that is important in life, to produce things that are useful to others, to provide necessary services. But we also know the importance of taking time each day to enjoy our journey. A time each day for work, but also a time to sing, or dance, or draw or write, or to enjoy a guilty pleasure every now and again. Taking care of ourselves so we can take care of others. Perhaps buying food and clothing in a way that does not encourage the abuse of animals, or the poisoning of our planet, or tolerating sweatshops and child labor. I don't think you have to be just one or the other. And I guess that living a life that is a blend of both the ant and the grasshopper, but in an uplifting, moral, sustainable, and just way, well, that sounds reasonable to me. Thank you for listening. Sounds Reasonable to Me is an IamReasonable.com production. IamReasonable.com, working for a more reasonable tomorrow.